This is The Reality. Hello again. Welcome to The Reality, a half an hour talk show talking about the reality of Jesus. This is where we get to speak to people from all walks of life who've discovered the reality of faith in Jesus Christ. If you've got a story to tell of the reality of Jesus in your life, I would love to hear from you. Write to me, if you will, dudley at surereality.net. Well, today on The Reality, we meet Dario Buccieri. Dario is a successful businessman, but he was recently diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Apparently, Dario was always considered to be the life of the party. He was always full of fun and energy and laughter. But one day he began to feel low and depressed for no reason at all. I wanted to be in the dark all the time. And I can remember sitting with a blanket over my head in the early hours of the morning in the dark, trying to be in the dark and isolate myself. It was, it's just a dark place. Central to this whole experience has been my, my faith in, in God. I, I call it leaning into God. I just did what I could and tried to maintain a positive mental attitude. And the mornings were particularly bad, but um, I just had to keep going and hang on to my faith. And so Dario was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. But that did not inhibit his ambition to serve God and tackle the impossible. As Dorius says, he always leans into God every step he takes. Jesus said, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. That's found in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Well, months after his diagnosis with Parkinson's disease, Dario Buccieri took on a marathon and trained and ran 26 and a half miles with diagnosed Parkinson's disease. His disability has frustrated his life, but he always leans into God every step of the way and every day of his life. Dario is able to encourage untold others to walk with courage, hope and peace. I spoke with Dario Buccieri in his lovely home in Wales. Well, it's my pleasure to be with Dario Buccieri in his lovely home here in Wales, in rural Wales. Uh, to talk about his life and experience, Dario is living with this dreadful disease known as Parkinson's disease. Dario, thank you for joining us. Pleasure, Daddy. Good to see you. Wonderful stuff. Parkinson's, what is that? Explain that to us. So Parkinson's is a degenerative neurological disease that happens in your brain. And there's a part of my brain that creates a um, substance called dopamine that um, facilitates the transmission of nervous impulses around your body uh, it reduces the production of dopamine in your brain and so it slowly um, begins to limit your ability to move dopamine isn't that also um, you know a happy hormone it, it gives you joy and pleasure yeah it is and so one of the things that comes with parkinson's is can be depression and so i don't suffer from depression but i live with it and um and part of my medication regime deals with that um, and it was one of the things that we noticed when I um, originally started, when we started to see there was something wrong, was that I'd become quite depressed. And obviously we didn't know why. And it, normally, I, or traditionally, I was known as the activator, you know. I was generally at the center of the action if it was Life of the party. Eh? Yeah, life <laughs> of the party. And so um, it brings with it depression. And, uh, and so that's basically what it is. It comes with it set of symptoms that make life awkward 
from wow. Well, we're going to talk about the symptoms in a minute, but I just want to stop there for, for a minute. Depression, you know, it's a d- dreadful disease. Depression, it's a, it's a mental illness. Yes. Uh, and a lot, of, a lot of people suffer from depression. Most of us, and I've, you know, I've been there, most of us can pinpoint it and say, well, I had this situ- situation, I had loss in my life, I had, you know, a, a motor accident that caused me to be depressed. Uh, but what you're saying is suddenly, for no reason that you could define or, or realize, you started feeling down and, you know, lost that joy for living. How did it make you feel before you were diagnosed? How did that make you feel? I wanted to be in the dark all the time. So I'm an early riser by the by normal standards and I'd move around the house with the lights off and I can remember sitting with a blanket over my head in the early hours of the morning in the dark trying to be in the dark and isolate myself from what from the world and from life around me and um, it was it's just a dark place. I found that Really interesting. You know, it could be somebody listening up to us today. It's yeah. uh, on the verge of this or for any other reason um, is suffering a depression that they can't pinpoint. Yeah. What's your advice to them? Well, I think central to this whole experience has been my, my faith in, in God um, and the fact that I believe with my whole heart that Jesus helps me. And my um, instinct was to drive I call it leaning into God. You know, I believe that the obstacle is the way. I, th- I believe that if you're looking for a way out of something, whatever it is that's blocking you is probably the way to go. And um, and so I decided to, I just did what I could and tried to maintain a positive mental attitude. And the mornings were particularly bad. And as the day kind of progressed, it would get better. But um, I just had to keep going and hang on to my faith. Mm-hmm. And then you were diagnosed with Parkinson's. Um, you know, I don't know a lot about the disease, except that I do. It makes uh, do know it, it makes you you shake. You know, you, you you get that shaking symptom. What are some of the symptoms of Parkinson's? Well, obviously, it was the depression. Um, um, masking is another symptom where you lose expression in your face. So I can look angry, but actually inside I'm fine. <laughs> and uh, that was a problem. That was a problem. My wife and kids were starting to ask me and ask each other what was wrong with me. I looked so miserable all the time. And um, I remember within a couple of days of taking my first lot of medication, I started to smile again. And um, it was quite an amazing thing. So, yeah, the tremor is also um, unhelpful. Um, I have a tremor in my right hand. And as we're sitting talking now, it's going, um, things wind me up, you know, if I get stressed, the tremor kicks off or cold. Um, and then just during the course of the day, it just, I shake. Um, which has its funny side. Mm-hmm. All kinds of funny things happen, you know, and um, <laughs> people never quite know how to deal with it. Tell us a story. And, uh, yeah, tell us something funny. Well, I was, I was in a, a situation where I was trying to close the deal on a house. And, um, and uh, I was very wound up. It was very intense. And I was working very hard at the time. And um, I had my telephone in my hand and was, um, it was banging against the side of my head. Just this tremor was completely out of control. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just really funny situation to find myself in. I had to put my headphones in in the end. And, uh, so the poor bloke on the other side of the phone heard this banging. And well, they just was. heard this ruckus <laughs> and, and um, you know, I was wondering if I was okay. And, uh, yeah, so... It's got its funny side, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, just to lighten the mood, I might say to people that I can brush my teeth 
with my electric toothbrush uh, flat batteries, you know. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's like that. And I think that's part of what I've had to do is just maintain a positive mental attitude and and deal with it, you know. So like um, I was just before we came into this conversation, I was doing something for my son um, on my computer and I was trying to do it quickly. And the more I try to rush, the slower I go. It's really quite frustrating. Um, I lost uh, the dexterity in my hands is diminished. Um, it was one of the things I noticed. I was picked up a table tennis bat at work to play a game with one of the lads in the office and um, couldn't manipulate the table tennis bat. It was the mm. weirdest sensation. I didn't, it was completely unconscious. I picked up the bat and went to play a shot and my hands just wouldn't do what I was asking them to do. Mm. Mm. And so, um, yeah, and the other things that happen, I'm very active in my sleep. Um, I twitch and shake and jerk and um, move about. Um, my voice uh, is gone soft and um, gets softer as the day goes by. Uh, so, yeah, there's things that are moderately annoying, and and uh, but that's life. I live with it. What's the prognosis? What's what's the future? Well, the good news is I'm not going to die from it, so that's fantastic. Um, the prognosis is that you've got to wait and see what happens because everybody has a different experience and everybody has a different um, outworking of the, of the disease as it affects your brain. And um, my, um, uh, my ambition is to live till I'm 125. Come on. And to <laughs> um, hit the end of my life flat out. Uh, and doing everything I possibly can to live the best possible life that I can. You're a very positive individual, Dario. Speaking of which, you said earlier, if it wasn't for your faith, you probably probably would have fallen apart right in the beginning. Yeah. So how did you come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior? Well, I grew up in a fairly religious household. My dad was uh, and mum were Catholics, and I grew up in the Roman Catholic Church. And um, then in school, I was about 13 years old, I went to a meeting in the school hall at which the Gideons were present and they were um, talking about Jesus and I heard about him in a way that I'd never heard before, you know. And um, unlike what I saw in church, he wasn't on the cross. And that was profound. And they gave me a little green Gideon's Bible mm -hmm. with a prayer in the back that you could pray to ask Jesus to be the boss of your life. And um, I prayed that prayer. And um, and then the rest is history. <laughs> you gave your life to Jesus. Yes. And you touched and changed your life. You discovered that, like I did, you know, if I share for a minute, my, my personal story is uh, pretty similar. Grew up in a Presbyterian home and, and heard all the stories of Jesus and the cross. Didn't realize yeah. that it wasn't just a nursery rhyme or a, a late night Bible story. Yes. It was real and true. You yes. really died. That's the reality of faith in Jesus. Yes. And um, it's true, you know, um, my, we recently lost my mum-in-law, who is a believer, and um, at her bedside on the last opportunity that we had to see her, just a couple of hours before she passed away, I um, was reading to her, I lift my eyes to the hill, from whence cometh my help. And um, my, the hairs on my arms stood up with excitement. And I was just saying to mum, you're going to see Jesus, you know. That's incredible. And you just, you just think there's so much to live for. And this life of ours is so short. 
And so I've got Parkinson's, but there's so many people that are dealing with so much worse than what I've got that I would be doing them an injustice if I allowed myself to be overwhelmed by what I've got, you know. Mm. And I think that um, there's, yeah, it's just such a real experience. And there's so much to live for. Wherever we are, whatever we're doing, however life has affected us, I believe that we never arrive at a place. There's, there's no nirvana. There's no place on this earth where there's you solve a problem for it to be the last problem and life's going to be fine. Life's got a way of recognizing that when you've solved a problem or overcome something that you've graduated and you're ready for more and you're ready to try something bigger and more demanding and and that's what makes life in Christ so exciting because I understand from my Bible that he fuses his strength with mine. And um, and that puts me in a place where nothing is impossible. Absolutely nothing is impossible. And I've lived a life of the impossible, where things that have happened have happened that to people have said that it's impossible for this to happen. It's impossible to deal with what you're dealing with and, and live the kind of positive life that you did. You do, you know. But, I mean, I was diagnosed in the, the following September. I ran a marathon just because I could. And... Um, I'm dealing with other issues now that are making life difficult. But um, I realized that I could paddle a canoe and um, and get away with it, you know. And so uh, we bought me a kayak and a kayak up and down the canals and uh, keep moving like that. And so, um, you know, I'm thinking of getting a bicycle because then that'll save my joints. There's so much we can do in the context that we're in that um, is multiplied through my relationship with God because he adds his strength to mine and um, and that makes me an, um, a difficult opponent for the issues that are besetting me. You're listening to The Reality, produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. We depend on the generous gifts of our listener to produce this program. You can help reach millions of folks with the sure reality of the message of Jesus by becoming a sure reality vision partner. To partner with us, please visit the website surereality.net and click on Become a Vision Partner. You're listening to The Reality. My name's Dudley Anderson. Yes, just to remind you that you can listen again to this radio program podcast at our website surereality.net. Well, today on The Reality, we're speaking to Dario Buccieri, a businessman and indeed a minister of the gospel. Dario has a very positive attitude and he's a very happy person. However, as he shared, he recently began suffering unexplained depression, coupled with a lack of facial expression and a lack in dexterity. Well, Dario was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's disease can be very debilitating and it can affect every form of one's dexterity and one's emotional well-being. Now, Dorio discovered the reality of Christ at age 13. Having grown up in a nominal Christian home, he discovered that Jesus wasn't merely an historical character who performed miracles many years ago and that he died by crucifixion, but that Jesus, in fact, rose again from the dead and is alive today. Dario discovered the reality of Christ's death and resurrection and how it paved a way for him to come to know God's forgiveness of sin and the promise of abundant life. Dario surrendered his life to Jesus. 
Today, Dorio is a successful businessman who, despite his Parkinson's disease, continues to lean into God for hope, peace, joy, and achievement. Sometime after being diagnosed with debilitating Parkinson's disease, Dario Bocelli trained for and ran a marathon, something he hopes to continue to do. Well, let's pick up our discussion once again with Dario Bocelli. Wow, Dario, just chatting with you, I'm enthused. You know, we spoke about your faith in Jesus. You came to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. The scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm. It says that God rejoices. Father rejoices over us. Mm. Abba, Father rejoices over us. You're a dad, you're a granddad. When your grandson smiles at you and says, hey, granddad, I love you. How does it make you feel? It makes you feel happy. Yeah. That joy that God feels is our strength. And I can see that joy manifest in you yeah. uh, under the circumstances. And yeah. indeed, we're not under the circumstances. We're above them yes. in Christ, because in Christ we can face all things. Amen. You mentioned just now that um, you ran a marathon. A marathon. I've never run a marathon. I'm perfectly healthy and well. How did you manage that? Well, um, I practiced. Uh, I just been running, and then I did the NHS Couch to 5Ks Um little um, project and got to running my five kilometers and one day I thought I wonder if I can do six and then I thought mm, I wonder if I can do seven and I wonder <laughs> if I can do eight and then I wonder if I can do 12, 15, 20, 21, 32, wow. 36, 42 and then I found a marathon and ran it. What I didn't understand at the time was that I picked one of the most difficult marathons in the country. <laughs> what marathon was that? Um, at Hever Castle, Hever Castle Marathon and it's part road, part um, cross country I'd never run cross country in my life and uh, that was quite challenging but um, I did it and I'm planning to do another um, at some point in the future if they can sort my back out but uh, yeah I did a, I ran a marathon Wow! and so, interestingly so, enough somebody spoke to my son at the end of the race and asked confirmed that he was my son and said to him to tell me that they just found his brother-in-law, who was dealing with depression, having been diagnosed with Parkinson's, and said to him that they were at the Hever Castle Run, and a guy with Parkinson's that was 60 years old had just finished it, and um, and and said to this bloke, "You've got to be encouraged, not to fight this thing." Mm. Mm. So mm. you think, yeah, that's what I want my life to be. I want my life to be just a flag to people that encourages them to. Um, Attack life with a vengeance. Absolutely. Just to stop there for a minute, um, I said I've never run a marathon. I'm a jogger, but I've never run a proper race or a marathon. Uh, but I know the dangers of being out on the road apart from traffic and, and other issues. But you, you can trip, you can fall. Uh, you have Parkinson's. Does that not affect your, your gait and your, your run? Yeah, it does. One of the problems that I have is that I drag my foot. And so I um, tripped a lot when I was running. And so you got to try and hide it from Sue when I came home because it woke her up, yeah. my wife, yeah. So grazed knees and grazed elbows. Yeah, so I'd come home and clean myself up before I went upstairs. Like, like a kid, you know, when I was a kid, I used to graze my knees a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, one day I, I, um, I've got to concentrate when I'm running on where I put my feet and I've got to make sure that I pick them up. Um, and uh, one day I, I came short and, and really piled in. 
Um, I was running, I started running with um, knee pads and elbow pads, uh, elbow pads, padded gloves, so I could uh, protect myself. And on this particular day, I had a particularly violent trip and um, exploded my hands through the front of my gloves. I hit the ground quite hard, wow. but did my elbow in and I had to come home and ask for a lift to A&E for them to check my elbow out. And um, yeah, that was difficult to hide. Sue wasn't impressed. But uh, yeah, and then I, th- then I realized that there was so much that I was doing to make sure I didn't fall. And uh, I, I realized that I was spending so much time thinking about not falling that I was falling. Uh-huh. And um, my Bible teaches me that what I think about is where I'm going to go. And so I decided to take my pads off and run without them and to run as though I wasn't going to fall. I wasn't going to trip. And, um, and that's what I did. I haven't worn pads since. And I haven't fallen since. And Daria, I happen to believe too that you're a preacher. Well, you've preached the Word of God. You've been in the pulpit. You've ministered God's Word. And, and, and I hear in your voice, in your testimony now, that um, there's a little word in there, perhaps for, for somebody listening, perhaps for me today. And that is that, you know, we walk by faith, the Scripture says, doesn't it? Yes. And not by sight. Yes. What's your word on that? A faith word for my listener. Well, I think that um, my life is an expression of that faith. So if you look at what I've lived and how I've lived and where I've come from and where I'm going, um, there's elements of my experience that have been, can only be explained as supernatural. And I think faith is about being naturally supernatural. It's about it's about living in a space that makes decisions to stay there. So um, in my work, I need to believe and trust that God will help me to deliver what I've got to do. And the type of work that I do often puts me in situations in boardrooms where the, the start of my consultation with the board would have me in a place where I have no idea at all as to what I'm going to do and what I'm going to come out with at the end of the day. But my Bible teaches me that my gift makes a way for me. And um, God, I believe, has blessed each one of us with a unique genius that if we can find that place and work in it, um, things begin to happen that are amazingly difficult to explain. And, um, and so as an expression of my faith, I allow myself to be put into situations where, where I don't know what I'm going to do and I don't know what's going to happen and then enjoy the ride. <laughs> And so for me, faith is a, about living. Faith is about living not in a defensive position with Parkinson's. It's about, living, it's about living my life and thinking about the things that are good and that are positive and that are helpful and that are going to contribute positively to the lives of the people around me rather than about what's wrong and what I can't do, what can't happen and what can't be said and what can't be done. It's about what can and for me, that's faith. You know, Jonathan and his armor bearer in our, my Bible, I read, went to go and see what God would do if they approached the enemy. And, um, and I think faith is about let's go and see. Let's see what happens. Let's try. You can only steer a ship that's moving. And let me get out of the harbor. Let me buy a pair of running shoes and see if I can run. Let me, let me um, buy a kayak and see if I can paddle. Let me, let me walk my dog. You know, let me, let me do things and see, because I never know when faith and action are going to intersect and bring about a result that I could never possibly have imagined. 
That is absolutely incredible. Praise God. Amazing word indeed. Um, Dario, you're very encouraging. And, and I know that, um, you know, you encourage me as we've chatted today. Um, God's got a plan and a purpose for our hearts and for our lives as we serve him. What are you doing with your life today? What is your work? I am, am uh, a business coach and I work with people who own businesses that uh, turn over between nothing and about 10 million a year. Wow. And um, I help people make sense of, of their business and their lives. So I think God is the ultimate sense maker. And, um, and it's in him that everything starts to make sense. It all adds up. I think there's so many things going on around us in the world today that don't make sense. But if I think about them in the context that God gives me, they make sense. And you can think, oh, I understand. That's why this is happening. And so I have an opportunity to take my faith into the business world. And um, the entire program that I've created is founded around what I've learned out of my Bible. And the principles that I teach and the applications that I teach all come out of my Bible. And so I can allow God's thinking to permeate the lives of the people around me and allow it to do its work. You know, my Bible teaches me that his word is going to grow and produce fruit wherever it goes in its own time because that's what he's designed it to do. And so I help people live their best life. I couldn't ask for more. Well, praise God. Well, I believe that God's got a plan and a purpose for you, Dorothy. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I loved what you said earlier. You said you were leaning into God. Well, I pray that you continue to lean into God and go ahead and run those marathons. Well, indeed, it was my pleasure today to speak to Dario Buccieri in his lovely home in Wales, finding out what it's like to live with Parkinson's disease. What a debilitating disease that is indeed. But I was so encouraged just talking to Dario, how he's facing life with the reality of the knowledge that God can help him in every situation. He says he's leaning into God. I encourage you today as you listen up, indeed myself, let us lean into God in every situation and circumstance we find ourselves in. A little earlier, I quoted the words of Jesus when he said that uh, the things we face in life are impossible, seem impossible to us as man. He said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. With the Lord, all things are possible. Indeed, we see that in the life of Dario as he trusts the Lord. He runs marathons with Parkinson's disease, which is really, in my book, an impossibility. But by the grace of God and the power and the strength that God has given Dario and the tenacity to face life head on and, and trust that the Lord will do all things through Christ, he is able to face that situation and indeed achieve just that little goal. And I encourage you, wherever you are today in life, whatever you're facing in your life, to put your trust in the Lord. With the Lord, you can do all things. Lean into God here today. Lean into the name of Jesus. Let's look at what Paul says in Philippians chapter 4 by the Holy Spirit. He writes and he says from verse 13, that famous verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let's apply that to our lives today. Whatever situation you find yourself in today, maybe it's financial need. Perhaps it's a health need as Doria is facing in your life. I encourage you to go for it. I encourage you to go in the name of Jesus and trust the Lord to meet that need. Lean into him today. And I believe that he will heal you for by the stripes of Jesus, you can be healed. I believe that he'll meet all your needs according to the glorious riches that are found in Christ Jesus. 
Well, thank you so much for your time today. As we've chatted with Dario Bacheri, I encourage you to drop me a note if you have any questions, need some prayer, write to me, Dudley at SureReality.net. I really would love to hear from you. The Reality is produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. If you'd like to support this ministry, we'd greatly appreciate that. For any contribution of £30 or more, or the equivalent per month, we'll give you a free gift. Please visit our website, surereality.net, and click on Become a Vision Partner. From me, Dudley, to you, as always, you've got it. Keep your eyes on Jesus, and God bless. God bless.